Vactor didn't go. You went to the pool, but not very a lot. I go to the pool a lot. I went. I've already went three times this week. I just go really right now to go to the hot tub. <laughs> I might go to the gym, then go to the hot tub, like to just relax. And um, so there's all kinds of white trash shit. Now, like you drive around here. This is a very nice condo. Like I think you know anybody that's over here is like this is very nice. You know da 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 da. Like even when I first got here, I was like, oh, this is like a nice area. You know da da da. Whatever. Anyway. So usually like kids in the pool are loud, you know, you expect that you're like, that's why adult swim exists, right? So that all the parents can be at peace while the kids shut up. And, uh, so there's been all kinds of ratchet shit at this pool. I could probably do like an hour. I could talk ah. about an hour about like weird things that's happened. There's another really good one that I'll, I'll talk about. But, um, anyway, this one, the, it's like a mother and her mother and then like three kids so like a kind of, like she's older than me probably like later like mid 30s and then like her mom are the adults here and they're drinking and like they're just like really obnoxious and there's like other families here too like it's not just me and, and my group of people it's like me oh nice and other people <laughs> and fucking so they start telling the kid like if the kids there's no bathroom down here by the way i should say you can't run out to the bathroom unless you live next door so the parents are openly telling these kids, yeah, just go pee behind this like pillar thing. There's like this thing where like it holds up the shade or whatever, it's by a grill, you know, it's it's over there. And they're just like, yeah, just go pee behind that. So you're seeing this like, I don't know, first grader, like whatever, this kid, he keeps getting out of the pool and he's back there like pants down, ass hanging. And you're like, dude, like, he's, and he's just pissing. And you're like, it's, it's so white trash, like what the <laughs> fuck? And then, at one point, I heard the mom, because they are white trash, they're yelling wrestling memes and shit. She's like, just go pee back there. It's like, that's what I'd do. And I'm like, whatever. Like, we were, I'm just laughing because like, I'm just listening at this point. I'm just almost like people watching. And so as I'm getting out, we're like, all right, I'm getting the hell out of here. You know, it's like middle of the day, so I'm like already fried from the sun. And I'm drying off. And I see the mother, the, the like 35-year-old mother, get out of the pool, go back behind the fucking pillar, pull her, like, swim trunks down, and piss outside the pool. So you saw, some, like you saw some goodies for free. Oh, God, we don't want to see these ones. They're probably destroyed. But, like, there's a whole fucking family in there, too. There's, like, <laughs> it's, like, not just, like, adults, like, with me. It's, like, fucking goddamn. There's, like, a whole, like, mother, father, and another child are there. You're just, like... You're like, how, like, who the fuck are these people? Like, where do you come from that you're just, like, pissing in the open in front of, like, everybody at the pool? And, and like, Howard, how did you get into this condo, you know? There's a, there's another good one. Uh, I think it was uh, some young teenage kids that did not want, uh, it was a teenage girl, let's say, that did not want her, uh, I assume guardian or at the very minimum her grandmother to know that she was hanging out with this what appeared to be older boy uh, and it was kind of creepy and uh, grandma came down one night caught them down there and like they saw her car pull up and they're like oh it's grandma and everybody's like oh shit and then like <laughs> this older like like he had to be like out of high school like dating a high schooler was weird and he's like he like she knows who he is but he can't say anything like he can't be like hey i'm sorry so all those kids are in the in the hot tub and like he's just on the other side acting like he doesn't know him 
and the grandma's like, I know what the fuck's going on down here. And like, no one is saying shit. And she's like, Dude, this grandma was so bad. She's like, so get your fucking ass out of the pool and all this shit. And like took all the kids. And he's like, he, that dude had to like stay there and act like he wasn't with that group of kids and shit. It was, dude, it is so, so, I mean, is, this is what Joe Dirt is made of. Like David Spade said Joe peanut. Dirt. Yeah. David Spade <laughs> said Joe Dirt was based on Arizona. And it's so true. It, I can like, it is just like, I didn't think it would be like that out here, but man, it gets, uh, it gets a little trashy. Welcome to Sandbox Gamers After Dark. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff launched into his stories before I could even introduce the podcast. <laughs> that's the beauty of Jeff. That's the beauty of Sandbox Gamers After Dark. Well, uh, we got now that we got that all out of the way. Yeah, I know so Vactor had a uh, an expedition into the past. Uh, Jeff is Ooh. expediting into um, uh, Jeff's words busted. Uh, vaginas but (laughs) vactor is taking a trip into the past going to the sweet sweet lands of avatar and i'm not talking about the airbender i'm talking Mm. about james cameron's opus after titanic and oh the definitely after true lies the bad avatar yeah yeah Mm -hmm. and i want to say the most interesting discussion is not the one that Jeff W. wants to have is Avatar the greatest movie of all time. No! It's why was Avatar the highest grossing film of all time 13 years later and it's still going back and forth with Avengers Endgame for the highest grossing film of all time. Why is that? Well, I got a few thoughts. I went and Uh-oh. saw the oh, movie great. in Dolby Digital and this is 13 years after the first movie came out, or after the, Hold on. the initial release. When was the last time you saw Avatar? 13 years ago. 13, the t- yeah. when, we, with when me and Wonder you went Rob. and saw it? No, I actually saw it again oh. with Picard. Oh my gosh, that's, oh. a, that's a personal <laughs> reference. And that I'm sure he a, loved that movie. Oh, he did. That was not his first viewing either. So oh God. that was a story where... He wanted me to ride on the back of his motorcycle oh to go see what? this movie. Hold, <laughs> this is, hold on to me, he said. This is when he was in his motorcycle okay. stage. So for the listeners out there, just for a little bit of context, uh, no Picard. Fucking way. No fucking way. <laughs> Picard no. was my old roommate. Uh, he was my roommate for like seven years. And he was very proud of that motorcycle. Very proud of that decision. And he asked me to ride uh, shotgun several times, and I did not. But she, good, good for you, Vector. <laughs> hold on a so second. We, hold on. No, we can't now. This is the whole after dark ear. Like yeah, yeah. he, how tall is Picard? I haven't seen him in like. Oh you know, gosh, he's shorter than two. me, but he's not much shorter. I'd put him. So at like is six, Vector? Is Vector much taller? No. Vector and I are about the same height. So okay, you guys are about the yeah. same. Okay. I just because I, all I can imagine is Vactor's, you know, because Vactor's pretty tall, decently tall, and he, to you on the back of a motorcycle with your legs dangling off. <laughs> meanwhile, Picard flying. I just flying around no Arizona Mills. Yeah, that, there's two things, two reasons why I didn't. Number one, no helmet. Number two, I don't want to be on the backside 
I, if it was mm. a sidecar, maybe. But I don't want to be behind. No, sidecar is the only way to go. That's the only acceptable way. Oh, but man. That's on, crazy. Even if I was just driving a motorcycle on my own, if I was the only driver, I don't want nothing in between me and the road. If I get into an accident yeah. and I fall off, I want four walls around me. I want something that could crumble and perhaps cushion my fall. Perhaps. And for for me, and I would assume the man that Picard is, Josh, Picard, Picard <laughs> um, I assume it's, you know, <laughs> women and children only. <laughs> I think it may, might be a weird look for Picard to be riding around with a bunch <laughs> of 20 <laughs> something year old uh, yeah. dudes. <laughs> well, that was back in the day. <laughs> That's like me and Vactor just going, like, just me and him taking a trip to Walt Disney World. <laughs> yeah, you two look like dumb and dumber on the back of the bike. <laughs> I remember, this is way, this is a long time ago, uh, Vactor and I were walking around in a mall. Uh, this was on or around when we went to Disney World, and we got matching uh sweatbands remember when sweatbands on your wrist was a thing oh dang yeah i forgot about that yeah (laughs) we got matching sweatbands and i remember looking at his and looking at mine and looking at me and saying do you think people well i think we're gay (laughs) i don't remember (laughs) saying that that's a core memory for me (laughs) and i said i hope so <laughs> Get back on my motorcycle, that. baby. Well, I remember uh, the <laughs> wristbands, but I don't remember saying that. No, <laughs> if it's matching wristbands on the back of a motorcycle, you know, you oh, know. Yeah. So I went and saw it again after I saw it originally with Robin. In oh, the Avatar. IMAX. Sorry. Yeah. Yes, in the Arizona Mills IMAX. I go, I saw it again in another IMAX. If you recall, they actually re-released it and added footage. So this two-hour and 40-minute movie, they added additional footage to it. But that was the last time I saw it. I never saw it on home video. Or if I did, it was just bits and pieces of it. Never watched the full movie again. So watching it again after 13 years, there were bits and pieces in my memory, flashes. But not. I had forgot the story. I forgot most of the stuff that happened. So seeing it again was almost like seeing it for the first time and I gotta say there's some good things about the experience and there's some bad things about the experience but oh, it's man. an experience overall and that's why I would recommend seeing Avatar now by the time you're listening to this it's gone from the theater so you're not gonna be able to, to watch it but when this new one comes out you better be sure Jeff and I will be in the theater to experience Avatar 2 so or, okay, go ahead, Rob. I think. Oh, right I was going to say, I want to hear the bad, ex- the bad of the experience. <laughs> yeah. Well, the bad part of the experience was I was falling asleep, and it was two hours and forty minutes. <laughs> so that was not. Did you see it by yourself? <laughs> yeah, I saw it by myself. Oh this man. Guy. Um, okay, maybe I should have went with you then, or something, or tried. Would have been nice if in. Jeff had, you know, called it's been in a minute. sick. It's been a minute since we went been to, to the movies, movies with me, but you know, I was on my own. Yeah, and I was falling asleep. There was so nobody there to hold on. We're, you're the way you're phrasing this question you were talking about. Like the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So hold on, rephrase the question <laughs> yeah. because there is no. a negative tone to this. 
There's, about my experience. Vector says the bad parts are the movie just skips forward. Yeah, <laughs> like five or six times. Yeah. Yeah, dude, it starts and then it ends like super quick. I, I, it's a lot shorter. <laughs> they cut it. James <laughs> Cameron. He's like, you know, he's going against the grain, making the movie 20 to 30 minutes. You know, people just start scenes. talking in the middle of thoughts and sentences. <laughs> or do you, it I, makes Vactor, no sense. Vector doesn't remember any of the flying scenes because that's where you doze off. That's where you like. No, no, that's start the opposite. Jeff. As a matter of fact, the parts where I was dozing off were when they're just talking. When people are can just you talking. name can you name characters from the movie? Yeah, yeah quick. Sully. Name five characters. Go. Jake Go. Jake Sully. Uh-huh. Sigourney Weaver. Uh-huh. That's actors. The the that old counts. guy. I'm gonna count it. the uh, old uh, Oh, the one the old guy. guy. Nice. The guy that everybody wanted to play cable after, but he didn't. He ended up being okay. in that scary movie called Don't Don't okay. Breathe. Oh yeah. That's he was that. blind. I that's my yeah. favorite avatar name. The guy that wanted to play cable. Yeah, that guy. He's a great member Stephen of the Stephen Lang is his name. <laughs> Uh, Giovanni Ribisi as the mustache twirling bad guy, head mm. of corporate. And then there's the other scientist kid who wanted to be a scientist, but he was too annoying. And don't forget Michelle Rodriguez, Jeff's favorite, oh, as yeah. the helicopter pilot. But the, the thing that um, I didn't like was the length, uh, especially because now I have a wife and child 13 years ago i did not have either of those things so those are the days I was man staying out all night watching <laughs> avatar with rob riding by yeah let's go see the 2 a.m showing yeah i'm just thinking man i wonder what my wife and child are doing at this moment so yeah. there's the length of it and then the dialogue of this is something i did not remember i'm sure neither of you remember this because you probably saw it 13 years ago the last yeah. time yeah there is so much noir dialogue so the opening the very first line of the yeah, movie see? Yeah. Is, it's like that <laughs> but it's not a parody yeah. let's or, find the avatars see yeah, yeah. yeah. put the blue Which dinosaur it, down yeah, anytime see? you hear that type of noir dialogue now it's a, it's in a parody sense it's yeah. like funny right um even think of spider-man noir in yeah. into the spider-verse with nicholas cage this guy I don't know why James Cameron, I think he thought it was like, yeah, this would be cool if I write the dialogue to be noir. Jake Sully opens the movie with this phrase, and he's like, I was sitting there, and they blew a hole in my life. And I was, I was it was like, what is going on? Why is he talking like this? And who is he talking to? Ends up, he's, ha he's doing a podcast. He's doing a video vlog, and he's talking to the camera. So that was before, they had this, man. In the before times. Yeah, way before. So they had this dialogue where he's like narrating. You're like, what like is a he Batman, narrating? like a beginning of a Batman. Yeah, yeah like yeah, kind of yeah. like that. And then he cuts Jeez. to, oh yeah, he's talking to the camera. It's like, oh okay, that's that's who he's talking to. But why is he talking in a noir dialect? But and then the actor, uh, Sam Worthington. This guy, they tried to make the next big thing. Like they tried to make him like the next big action star around that time when this movie mm. came out. I think. Casting him was a bad decision. Um, if they number one, he's white, and the yeah. whole thing is always the worst a, part about a person. Yes, <laughs> a white guy comes in and saves the natives. He's the key. He's the savior of of the people, the native right. indigenous people. So if they had just cast like let's say Chadwick Boseman or somebody similar to that 
back then. I think that would have solved a lot of um, a lot of those problems. I say, can I say something real quick? So you might have been asleep for this <laughs> now that we found out you slept. Um, there's been there was a line of dialogue that has stuck with me for over a decade. Oh yeah, here we go. Or you know, I think we and you, Vector, have talked about this. You've heard this in my rants about it, and I'm, I'm interested to see if I'm misremembering it now because I watched it one time and didn't like the movie that much. Um, but uh, they talk about it. in the movie, they're kind of like human people taking over, like the navi like bodies right is what's happening there i think I, i'm trying to remember what happening what's happening no. on, like the science end so like they're not actual navi they're like people impersonating it right yeah it's so like quantum are, leap jeff mm. <laughs> they're like clone bodies so they have grafted human and navi dna into these avatars which mm. they go into so the the whole thing is like they're clone bodies they're not true navi but are they permanent Navi or can they be re- the bodies, the clone bodies, the people? Yes. Yeah. So the people are a neural connection. So they're connecting with their minds. It's almost like an AR. I mean, a VR game Yeah. where they go into these pods and they connect and oh, OK, now my neural yeah. connection is to this clone body so they can come out of it. OK. Now, by the end of it, spoilers yeah. for Avatar, by the end of it, oh, they the can. human bodies die. And they get their consciousness transferred into the Avatar body. So that's the very last shot of the movie is Jake Sully's Avatar body opening his eyes. Oh, doing a lost? Credits. Doing a yes, lost? It's yeah, exactly yeah. like that. So in the movie, there's a one point, yeah, yeah, spoiler alert, they burn shit down. The whole yeah. fucking village gets attacked, whatever. Yeah. In the middle of the movie, they're talking to the avatars that are being controlled by humans. And the guy is like the one of the villagers or whatever. He says it. He's like, "You don't smell like us. You aren't the yeah. same as us. Mm-hmm. Like I can smell it on you because I just know." Yeah. And like he's making the point that like I know you're like foreign in a way, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then at the end, they're surprised when it's these guys that they dis- you know that have brought them to come in and burn everything down. And so that always bugged me that they call it out. They say it and they're like, well, what happened? It's like you knew who it was the whole time. Like you knew this was not. Well, they were. Everybody did not want to trust him. This is we're talking about Mm -hmm. Sam Worthington. Everybody was like, F this guy. He's a foreigner. He's not like us. Jake Sully. And that's right. right. The only one who trusts him is Zoe Saldana and Natiri. The only reason why she trusts him is because the ancient tree's seeds fall on top of him. And she's like, oh, he's protected. The ancient tree likes him, so I got to like him now. And then she falls in love, blah, blah, blah. But the whole thing is nobody trusts him. And then when they come, like he he builds up their trust over time. Yes. Like he's working with them. And then he's like, I'm one of you guys. Mm-hmm. So they want to see him fail he's, the whole time. It, this is like Fast and the Furious. Paul Walker coming in, yeah. detective, undercover. He's stealing VCRs in the first movie, and then now he's one of them. Yeah, but when they come in, everybody's like, oh, you betrayed us. You you uh, you brought in the white guys. Um, and then he has to win their trust all over again. I want to read this noir quote. I pulled it up. Mm-hmm. All right. Yes. And also, the other thing, besides Sam Worthington – being a white guy. The other thing about it, he's an Australian guy and he's trying to do an American accent and it breaks through many times. 
So oh. this is what the opening quote of the movie. When I was lying there in the VA hospital <laughs> with a big hole blown through the middle of my life, I started having these dreams of flying. I was free. Sooner or later, though, you always have to wake up. That's what it sounded like. That was the opening line of the movie. That's a solid Australian accent. <laughs> Oi, I'm from America. Oh, I love New York. Get fucked, man. Yeah. yeah. So that that also kind of took me out of it. Having him be the main character, like he's got the most, uh, you know, he's got the number one uh, on the call sheet, right? So right. he's got the most scenes in the movie, and he's okay as an actor. I don't think he's terrible, but I just don't think he was the right fit for this, like the lead of this movie. So 13 years later, that still stands out to me because yeah, I remember even 13 years ago, I was like, this guy has no personality. He's like very plain vanilla. There's nothing about him that makes me say, oh, yeah, that guy's a movie star, or I like this character because it's this guy, right? Zoe Saldana, complete opposite. This was like the first movie I saw her in. And then from there, it just grew and grew and grew. And then Guardians and all the things that she's been in. But I liked her from the beginning. Um, and seeing this movie, like I said, the bad parts that stood out to me, the main white savior character, um, the length of the movie, I, I really wish they had kind of cut some of the stuff out of it. But besides those two things, I thought... The the CG stands up. I didn't see it in 3D, which that's another big thing about this movie. And if you want to know why was it the the highest selling movie of all time, I think it was an experience that you could not get at home. And the 3D was a large part of that. And that 3D yeah. led to like the entire movie industry was like this 3D craze. We gotta be 3D. Everything's gotta yeah. be 3D. 3D it's TVs. Be, it wasn't right. even filmed in 3D, right? Like. Oh, just yeah. post convert it. Just convert it into three D. Get the extra three dollars out of their. And pockets. it was top of the line. Remember, they're just like, "This is the best three D yeah. you're ever gonna see." Mm -hmm. And oh, and another thing, actually, because I saw it in two D, I think this stand stood out more. I actually wish I had seen it in three D just to compare um, the the blue screen. Now, this one, Jeff, is actually a blue screen. I've I've seen the behind oh, the scenes okay. on this one. It's yeah. not a green screen, um, but. The outline of the bodies, like you could tell, oh, that's not a real, that's not a real set. Like that's just oh, a blue screen. Yeah. And it, it was because of the outline. I bet you yeah. on 3D, where the background, you know, the foreground and the background stand out from each other, you probably can't tell that as much. Mm -hmm. So that was a little bit off. But the CG still stands up. Like it looks like a really good video game cutscene. The mouth movements and the eyes. Which those things can kill a CG character. Oh, and like, like the a, wrinkle of the face and stuff. And right. it that's what made it look realistic to me. I was actually showing my wife a scene right before this of Zoe Saldana's character, and just the way her mouth moved and the way her, like her face is what really stood out to me. Mm -hmm. And the action scenes, James Cameron, you can't tell me this guy is not an action genius. Every single action scene in this movie, as as the children say, slaps. This thing is fantastic. Every action scene in the movie is great. Think Terminator 2, like the best Terminator 2 action sequences. That's mm -hmm. what you get in this movie. But they could have cut about 40 minutes out of the movie. Uh, Miss yeah. Watson, talking to you. <laughs> I, I was going to say something, too, while you're talking about uh, James Cameron. Uh, 
Yeah, I think this movie also, this is like, it's kind of like, you know, we have to, you, know, you have the Kardashians, but like the real reason these people are very prevalent is because of the OJ behind it, right? I feel like this movie, hold on, I'm going to get there, Rob. I saw that OJ. face. I'm going to get there. We're going to come back have to do with this. this. Now, let's say, let's say Kim Kardashian is Avatar, the what would come before her honor would have been titanic which is oj oj and the reason i say that (laughs) yes is okay just trying to make sure i'm following this that's what i'm saying i'm saying the popularity of the titanic (laughs) is the reason i'm sure there's other james james cameron movies in there too but like this hit for like true lies my yeah this was like like when my mom when titanic came out i remember as a kid then my her and my aunts seeing that movie in the theater multiple times, right? Like, oh my god, you know, love story, whatever. That was the, one of those the, movies that it kept going up. Like, you know, normally the box office goes down from week to week. It's like right. there's a drop. That was one of those few ones that it went up. It increased week to week. Yeah. So there's the legend of that, and then my mom is not a movie person. Never went and saw many movies with me. Like few here and there usually i was dropped off and going to my friends and she's much more of like just watch it at home at some point you know whatever she she wanted to see this movie with us because of like the marketing behind james cameron i'm not saying like he didn't do other things but i feel like like you know women is i was i was saved by bob at least for sure was like oh titanic guy he's making a movie and then so this comes out so i feel like that's like it's not most of it. I'm saying at least a chunk of the draw for this movie is based off of that. Like they I are expecting a, a spectacle, you know, similar. Mm-hmm. Right. I can see like the very first showings people. Oh, I want to see what he has to offer. But right. I think the reason why it's like the most, the highest one of all time was the repeat people going back and seeing it over and over again. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think the cultural significance of Avatar is what I find interesting because Jeff and I have had many conversations off microphone about is Avatar a good movie and I don't think or is it a great movie I should say I think it's a good movie I don't think it's a great movie but it is a like amazing experience and it's the same as uh, Rob have you been to Pandora at Disney World yes okay it's like that I know Jeff you haven't had a chance to experience it, but the ride at Pandora where you're mm-hmm. flying on the on the dragon, that ride is one of the best rides. I would probably put it a little bit below Rise of Resistance. That's my favorite ride of all time. But that the the flight of the of the Pandora, I don't know what it's called. Yeah. That ride is number one, it's like really good three D and it's just immersive as I don't know what. Like it, it makes you think you're flying. And you can't get that experience anywhere else. You have to go back to Disney World because it's not even Mm. at Disneyland. That's why I'm thinking about Avatar as a film. It's something that, like, you don't have an IMAX theater in your house, right? No matter how good your speaker system is, no matter how good your screen is, your projector is, it's not an IMAX. So I think the interesting conversation is what makes it a great experience. And 13 years later... I didn't have anything up to this point that had the same type of experience. Now I've had a bunch of Marvel experiences and that's just my own, like I've had a great experience because of 
I'm a huge comic book fan. I've built up all right. this love over the years. But I can't think of, can you think of another experience after Avatar where it was like, oh, I have to go to the theater. Like maybe Nolan stuff, mm. I think, recently, where yeah. we have to see it in the theater. Like we wanted but to see Tenet. Tenet, Because we yes. knew. Mm-hmm. We're like, you know, it's probably going to have some stuff. I think that's like Avengers Endgame opening weekend. Yeah, and that's, yeah. that's like I said, that's um, the comic book. We want to see it because we love the comic book characters, but not necessarily like, oh, I want to be flying on the the helicarrier with Nick Fury. It was just like, hey, I want to see it because it's a great movie. But the Avatar experience, I can't think of another one that I've had um, where it's like, okay, I have to see it in IMAX. I have to see it in 3D, and it's transporting me to another place. 13 years later, I think the experience still holds up overall and the best part about it to me now they added also some high frame rate stuff where it was weird because i thought it was going to be like 60 frames or 120 those are the two that they've been doing movies at like the hobbit they did but it was i I came to find out later it was 45 frames per second so it's like that's still double you know the 24 is what the uh, regular movies are so 45, I don't know why they chose that as the high frame rate, but there's certain sequences like with the helicopters where they speed up a little bit and then they go back to 24. So they did this hybrid thing where it's in and out. And I don't know how well that works overall. I probably would have just liked it to be either all 24 or all 45. But all that to say, they show a scene from the next movie at the end. And that, my friends, is going to be an experience the high frame rate in that plus the water effects looked real. Like I didn't think I was watching a movie. It looked like I was watching Rob's iPhone. Like just it was a an actual like it looked like real life. Like it did not compare like it to an iPhone. He's like, I'm Rob's it looks like my iPhone. <laughs> if you got Rob's this is a 12 frames per second, yeah. this is a 12, you guys. That Ooh. that phone right there could do high frame rate, Rob, or higher frame rate, and. That scene alone sold me. I was like, okay, I have to see this next one because the effects have increased so much in 13 years. The digital, like the CG elements looked real. The the water looked real, did not look CG at all. And the high frame rate made it look real. So I'm really interested to see what this new one looks like in the theater. Um, Another thing I want to add, because you brought up Marvel. So people like, you know, like the popular or like, the thing now is like, hey, Marvel movies suck. They're just they're not and they're not TV real shows. cinema. Mm-hmm. They're not you know they don't contribute. They're they're spectacles, right? But like, at least in those movies, and I guess this is attributed to like the comics that those are based on. Like there are characters established. There are things happening. Like you know there are there is value. Those characters cross over. Those characters mean more to people than just this spectacle event. Whereas I feel like maybe because James Cameron is behind it, like the directors you see, I don't know if they mention it, but they always throw Marvel under the bus where like, this is one of those movies. This is maybe the worst example of that, of that type of movie where people don't like, this isn't a movie. This is a spectacle event. This is literally that because no one knows the characters. No one knows the story. No one knows really what's going on. You know, you know, they're blue, they're Navi. uh, They're in this like alien world and it's, uh, it's Pandora, right? Like, and you know, like James Cameron lived underwater for six months or something to like, 
you know feel the buzz or whatever i don't know <laughs> he like you know that stuff but like there is almost it's it feels like when people talk about not liking that and this these don't get mentioned in that and that's why i always take a dump on these movies i understand it's going to hit high box office because the experience and that's fine but i just think it's like if you're going to shit on like marvel movies and say these suck and don't have a story and are just spectacle this is like the crown jewel of that like this is like something that literally like did not do anything. I'm sure they wrote books, but no one gives a shit about anything Avatar. Well, I've never heard anybody talk about Avatar outside of, hey, I saw that movie mm-hmm. 10, 15 years ago or whatever. Yeah. And that's actually a good, that's actually an interesting discussion too is I think they just dropped the ball with not coming out with these sequels earlier. Because yes. if let's say that and announcing Avatar, like five, sorry, not to cut you off, but they announced like three, right? Mm-hmm. Like well, four, two they're and three or four, on, yeah, like right yeah, away. They're working on four sequels. Yeah. If those had come out, let's say in 2015, we'd be having a different discussion. Maybe, and it was Marty, Martin Scorsese who who was the one who Thank was you. very yeah, vocal yeah. about the Marvel movies. He probably would have been talking about Avatar, I'm sure. But see, the problem with that argument is most people don't care like we're doing a niche podcast about video games but i've i've done podcasts about movies the people who are listening to that podcast are the people who are going to be talking about it but joe q public they don't care about if a movie is spectacle or if it's best picture at the oscars like they don't care they just want it's larry the cable guy like they just want to laugh and they want to enjoy themselves for two hours they don't really care about is it cinema, is it art. So that I think Martin Scorsese, that's a whole different discussion. But if they had kept up, like I'm sure James Cameron was not interested in I want Avatar to be on every lunchbox and I want it to be in every video game and every comic book and you know, they I want it the market flooded with Avatar. The studio could have done that and they could have kept it relevant, you know, and that's they're doing that with Star Wars now where they had that long break of no movies and then Disney bought Lucasfilm and then they're like, all right, here's a new movie every year. And now on Disney Plus, here's a new TV show every couple months. They could have did that with Avatar, mm-hmm. but they didn't. So I think that was the the failure of the, the studio to keep it relevant and to keep it in our minds but right. as far as James Cameron making the movie, like I said, I think when we go see the second one, just look out for the action scenes. I think James Cameron is going to that's going to mm-hmm. be the strength of the second movie. Um, I don't know what the story is going to be. I think it's going to be another like they're finding some more people on the other side of the, the planet they, that they forgot about. Like they were underwater the whole time. Namor came up. Yeah. But. I'm going to be interested to see the actions in the next Um, one. Yeah, and I I think that's a fair point. Like, marketing wasn't there, and he didn't come out with this soon enough. But I also still think, like, there's something that's unbuyable in a sense. Like, you can buy it to a certain extent, but, like, word of mouth is also, like, you never hear about Avid. Like, it just never, there's just something about that. It just never gets talked about. I think even regardless of, like, the marketing, like, there's, they re-release it every few years to keep that, that top spot, right? So you see the name every few years, but, like, I never hear anybody like come out of me like, dude, I gotta go see it. It's not like, it's not like the Mexican pizza. It comes back. You gotta have it. You know, it's well, that's not like because, the McRib. You gotta have it. Well, that's because I think it's the people you you're surrounded with 
Now, hmm. if you have, do you hear anybody talk about Avatar? Yeah, me. Besides, and that's you. A, that's the type of people that I surround myself with. I'm not is, instigating. I'm just yeah. asking. Do, does anybody really talk about Avatar outside? Like, I'm talking like not like just about it, but like anything, like like hey, I love this movie for this reason. The theme or is it part. just like it's the Pandora okay. World at Disney World, and that's what I think. It's the experience of going to the land, going to the place of Avatar rather than the story of Avatar. And that's what yeah. you're saying is it's not the story that's intriguing about it and is right. in people what people are talking about. It's oh, I want to go to Pandora. And I remember seeing those articles when that when the movie first came out, people were like I I can't I don't want to go back to my real life because I'm depressed because I don't live in Pandora. And they were like, I have to go back and see the movie seven times because I'm not. I want to live in Pandora. I want to get that hit, that adrenaline fix. And that's what the theme park does. Because when you go to the theme park, there's no story that connects it. Like they're trying to Perfect. do with Star Wars. They're trying to, in the land of um, Batu. they're trying to have this whole narrative. And there's a story that's going on. In Pandora, it's, oh, I want to go to the lake. I want to go fly the dragons. I want to go here. It's just you're visiting those pe- Oh, look, there's the floating mountains right there. So that, I think, they did a really good job of capturing the essence of being in Pandora. And so I think that's what's going to... The legacy of it is just going to be the experience. And the the bad thing is, we're not after it, they leave the theater, you're not going to get it again. You have to go to Disney World to be able to get mm. back to Pandora again. So I enjoyed my time with Avatar, and I think... When Avatar 2 comes out, Jeff and I are going to enjoy it, too. When is that? Rob, is that this year, right? Yeah, that's in December. Do okay. you have any plans for seeing Avatar 2? Um, I'm still trying to figure out how Titanic is O.J. Simpson. <laughs> yeah. Jose, if the glove, if the glacier fits, <laughs> it must acquit. 